Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneurs Podcast. My name is Daniel, and I am here to help you monetize your passion, build an online business by teaching what you know. All right, welcome to episode 22 of the Creative Entrepreneurs Podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I'm really excited to do yet another episode of this podcast. I'm really, really excited. I'm really happy for all the support that I have received, all the messages. It really means the world to me when it comes down to this podcast. Please share this podcast with others if you think that it will uh, help somebody else that wants to get into the online world, more specifically, create online courses, monetize their passion or your passion, if you will. And I'm guessing if you're listening to this, it's because you want to monetize your passion, your experience. And by the way, your, your passion and your knowledge is more valuable than what you think. Everything that you know up until this point has a lot of value for somebody else. And I'm here to help you do that. I created my online business based on the things that I am passionate about. And I've been sharing this online for many, many years. And I created a knowledge-based business, which is in, in what the knowledge-based business, if you don't know what it is, is pretty much just online courses, membership sites, and coaching program, mentoring, pretty much. And, and what that looks like in the online world is pretty much is putting yourself out there as an expert in your industry and sharing your knowledge and your experience. So thank you so much for subscribing to this podcast, for following, for sharing, share it with others, like I mentioned, because I am very passionate to teach others and to show you how you can you can have your own knowledge-based business. Even if you think that this is not something that you are looking to do, because when I first got started, I certainly didn't know that this is what I will be. This is what I will be doing. Uh, in terms of entrepreneurship, I always wanted to work online. I always wanted to work from home, but I got started with music, and I still do music. But things have evolved so much over the years, and it's all thanks to the power of the internet. It's all thanks to creating content online. It has all been thanks to uh, me putting myself out there and sharing my experience. As a musician, as a stay-at-home dad, and as somebody who was flat broke, and that's that's how my humble beginnings, like like many others, I'm not special. And this is one of the reasons why I have created this brand, which bears, which has my name now, and I'm putting myself out there teaching online business. I have learned so much that. And, and I've been coaching already <laughs> over the last few years as well uh, on this matter of how I have created my online courses, how I have set up uh, websites, landing page funnels, and email marketing and all the rest. And it comes to a point where I can you know, see the patterns. This is what happened with music in the beginning for me. And the, the main difference now with online business is because I have an online presence in the music licensing world. And it's a little bit, it's, I wouldn't say easier, but there's a lot of crossover. I have a lot of clients and students who want to do the same thing, meaning that they have purchased my online courses on music licensing, but they have seen and they understand what's going on in the online world. So they say, like, hey, Daniel, I see what you're doing. And... And I would like to have my own online course. I'm a drummer and I would like to have my online course. I would like to, how do I do this? Or I am a producer and I would like to do the same thing. So it's a wonderful thing. And I'm so happy to have this type of clients because not only they have uh, pretty much just helped me build my music licensing educational business because they're clients from that, but they have always shown interest in what I'm doing in order to create that knowledge-based business. So I really appreciate you uh, for taking the time to listen to this. If you feel that online courses or if you feel that mentoring, coaching is not your thing, I invite you to have a listen and listen to this podcast episodes because I thought the same thing. I suffer from many things 
like you, of imposter syndrome. I didn't know really what an online course was, even though I have taken one or two, and I understand the internet very well. But I invite you to stay open to the possibilities and the opportunities that they are out there for all of us. So I'm here to get rid of the overwhelm and, and see that anybody can do it. Not everybody can teach. I'm aware of that. And I know that teaching <laughs> has this crazy word. You Usually when we hear the word teacher or educator, we think of somebody at school and we're, you know, uh, learning something that we don't really want to learn. You know, I understand that. I, I don't consider myself a teacher per se. I don't say I'm a teacher. I, I am an educator. And I don't want you to be so worried about labels. Okay? By the way, I'm outdoors doing this podcast episode, as I usually do. Uh, but last episode, episode 21, was in my studio. Uh, but I like to spice it up. But on this episode, what I'm going to be talking to you is not only about how you can set up your own online business, your knowledge-based business, based on your experience and your passion, but I want to talk to you about the three reasons why you should start a podcast and why is it so important in 2022? And what does podcasting have to do with on online business and what does podcasting have to do with online courses, memberships, one-on-one -on -one coaching. And, and I'll tell you what it has to do with. First of all, uh, and, and let's get right into it, actually. Let's get right into it. But if you are completely new to this world and you would like to learn more on how to monetize your passion, build an online business by teaching what you know, go to my website, danielcarrizales.com to learn a little bit more. Well, I have an audience here already. I have the seagulls above me. <laughs> and this is the perfect call to action for you to go to my website. If you're new to online courses, if you're new to the online world, to online business, and if you feel just a little bit, if you have an idea that you might you might be able to do this because you have a passion for for music, you have a passion for a particular uh, creative field, and even if you're not a creative yourself, you still are a creative person. Even if you're not in the arts, involved in the arts, because creativity is everywhere, and we are creative beings. And I consider myself a creative entrepreneur. Go to my website again if you would like to learn more about this. And uh, I would love for you to, to see what I have to offer there. A few free resources at danielcarrizales.com. And you can get started in your journey of online entrepreneurship. So let's get right into it. What does this have to do? What podcasting has to do with, with online business and how it's all put together, really? And I'm going to give you three reasons why you should start podcasting. Reason number one, everybody has a podcast now, okay? Podcast and podcasting is not this, uh, this obscure thing. It's, it has become so popular lately over the years that everybody has a podcast. And there are brands and companies who are implementing this as a way of connecting and communicating with their audience, so podcast is not like it was a few years ago that it was like, okay, what is podcasting really? Is it a radio show? Where can I hear a podcast? I mean, it's so, so common. I have seen even politicians have podcasts. I think Barack Obama did a podcast with Bruce Springsteen or something like that. I don't know. I don't really follow politics. But it got into the radar, into my radar of that something was going on. They were talking about something. I think Michelle Obama as well had a podcast or has a podcast. I don't know, but it, 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 everybody has podcasts nowadays. And I'm not saying that you should do what everybody else is doing, but when it comes down to platforms and way of communicating and connecting with others, you should be paying attention to that and see and understand that podcasting is very easy to consume nowadays. It's not like you have to search for it. There are major platforms that 
you know, they just have podcasts there. And you can be one of them who have a podcast in those major platforms. Okay, so that's reason number one. And at the same time, podcasting is, is very easy to do. You don't need to be an expert in audio in order to record a podcast. And that's one of the reasons why I do my podcast outdoors, because I just have a handy recorder and I'm just walking here in this beautiful place where I usually do my podcast outdoors, which is by, by it's by a bay, it's by very close to the sea. I mean, I have a, I'm overlooking right now at a beach, beautiful beach of Carazona in Nafplio, Greece, where I live. And I tend to come here and I just like to stare up the, at the sea. Uh, I like to have seagulls flying above me. And sometimes the, the, the sounds just get licked into the microphone while I'm walking and talking. And that, sometimes there's wind. Uh, I think a couple of uh, episodes ago, there was a dog barking in the, really far away, but there was a dog barking. And it, unfortunately, it licked through the microphone into that podcast episode for a few minutes. Uh, that's the downside to it. At times, this is a dead-end road where I'm at. Uh, and I've taken pictures many times. So go to my Instagram so you can see where I record this episodes and go to my YouTube channel as well so you can see how I record my podcast episodes. I've documented this. And the reason why I do it like this is that I want to show others that you don't need to be in a studio. You don't need to be completely like, you know, acoustically treated room with a, an expensive microphone in order to record your podcast episodes. You can do this with minimal equipment, minimal investment. And one of the reasons why this podcast episode sounds so good even when I do them outdoors, is because I have a, yes, I have a quite expensive, handy recorder. I'm not going to deny that, all right? But this is just because I come from the audio world. From the, as a composer and producer, I have uh, equipment that, yes, it allows me to do a, a better job. I mean, this handy recorder is quite old. It's probably 15 years old, maybe 12 it's one of the old versions, but it's high quality. It records really high quality. Even though I'm recording on an MP3 uh, as we speak, it's still high quality uh, audio resolution. And it's quite high, uh, good quality microphone. This, when I, when I purchased this back in England, when I was living in England, this cost me around 300 British pounds. Uh, they have released many, many um, versions of this. Or they have upgraded it, I guess. They are the new new models. But it's a handy recorder. It's a Zoom handy recorder, if you're interested. Uh, the model is H4N. And yes, listen, it, it is an investment. Okay, but back in the day, uh, I was using it for, 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 other, <laughs> for other things. This type of uh, equipment is used for when you're recording a, uh, in, or rehearsing with your band. Uh, it's, for, it's as well made for interviews, by the way, yes. And it certainly can be used for 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 podcasting. Back then, I didn't even thought about it when I purchased this, that I was going to ever be using this as a pop for, for podcasting. So that's an investment in, in my part for this uh, outdoors uh, podcast of mine. But podcasting, making your own podcast is free. I mean, I host this pod, podcast on Anchor. And Anchor has been purchased by Spotify a few years ago. And what happens is that you get your main uh, podcast on, uh, uploaded to Anchor. And then it's distributed from there to Spotify, which is the main uh, platform, if you will. And then uh, to iTunes and all of the rest. And it's free. You don't need to pay for this. I mean, this is my second podcast. I have one podcast with uh, my, my brand on music licensing. And this is my second podcast now. I'm doing this podcast here, the Creative Entrepreneur's Podcast on, on Online Business. And that's one of the reasons why you should start doing a podcast because it's a great way to, to get the word out. It's a, it's, a, it's a medium that cannot be ignored. And it's so easy to make. It's basically free. 
I mean, you don't need to spend that amount of money on a, on a microphone in order to do it outdoors, but I'm just giving you a little bit of a, a, a like a, a tech kind of considerations if you want to do it outdoors. And, you know, I'm just literally holding this as a, like, a, like a microphone, like a wireless microphone. And it just has an SD card and it just records the thing. I go to my house, import this uh, or export, I should say, this uh, audio file. Uh, and then I just put the intro, the outro of the music, which is my music. Uh, but if you're not a musician yourself, you can certainly go and purchase uh, royalty-free music on various libraries. And you can just get an intro uh, for your podcast. And uh, it's very, very easy. So th there's not much to it when it comes down to investment. It's more the energy and the commitment that you need to have in order to create uh, this kind of um, content. Podcasting is very easy to consume nowadays. A lot of people are very familiarized with podcasts. And it's not that odd when you say, I have a podcast too. <laughs> it's actually one of those things that you can just become a podcaster just by saying, I am doing this now. And, and you don't need permission from anybody. I'm here to give you that permission if you need any. Uh, because it's just, that's the way it is. <laughs> Nowadays, you just need to put yourself out there and say, hey, I have a podcast about this, and I'm talking about whatever. Whatever is your passion, you know? For me, I created my music licensing podcast uh, because I was talking about music licensing, and I connected with a lot of people like that. And that was apart from my YouTube content, and it's the same here on this podcast. So I think that you should really consider creating a podcast because it's not that crazy thing anymore. It's not like, what is that? You know, people expect you actually to have a podcast. If you're a content creator and you don't have a podcast, it's a little bit weird. So you need to have one. I have a, a few uh, people in my music licensing uh, industry as well following my footsteps in that sense, talking about music licensing. I talk ex exclusively about stock music and nothing else. That's my niche in the music licensing uh, in niche, I should say. Uh, but there's others as well uh, who, who are friends of mine who are follow the same footsteps, the same footsteps because they see the value in it. They they understand that podcasting is a thing and they need to do it. And there's many ways to do this. You can do interview podcasting, meaning that you get an interview uh, to get get to interview people for for each episode or you can do it solo podcast which is what i like to do i don't do interviews podcasts i don't interview anybody on my podcast really i just like the solo podcast and that's that's just the way i rock and roll really uh, no offense to anybody that is doing otherwise but there are a lot of podcasts that are just solo and as soon as i found out that i could do a solo podcast because i was very hesitant in the beginning back in the day uh, but as soon as I realized, like, wait, hold on a second. Can I do a podcast without being somebody that has to interview? Because I thought back in the day that in order to have a podcast, you need to become somebody that needs to interview other people in that industry. And I said, there's no way I'm going to do that, okay? There's no way I'm going to get people to interview about whatever, and, and then just that's the way my podcast is going to be. As much as I love to consume podcasts myself and listen to interviews, I also like a solo podcast. And, for example, my mentor, uh, Graham Cochran, uh, who I have learned a lot about online business, uh, he has a solo podcast. And I can mention just him uh, as, as one of them because I, I have been mentored by him directly. And, and I learned a lot from that. So I really think that you need to give yourself the permission to experiment and say, wait, I don't want to do interviews, but actually I just want to go solo. I'm going to do that. And that's exactly what I did. So give yourself the permission to experiment. And you don't have to, to do something that you're not really willing to do. So that's number one, okay, when it comes down to podcasting. Number two, you can reach a lot of people doing podcasts. Okay, you can reach a lot of people doing your podcast. And the reason why is because podcasting in a podcast is a different it's a different content, okay? If we're going to compare a podcast, which is audio, with a video, for example, on YouTube, usually podcasts can be very, very long. 
by nature they're they're in length they're they're longer now there are podcasts who are just eight minutes ten minutes okay and that's just depends on the on the person there's many ways to create podcasts all right uh, but the podcasts that I yet generally like and enjoy are a minimum of an hour in length okay and I'm a big fan of podcasts I just love to go for a walk I just love to go for a jog, for a run, and I just get lost, okay? So I need to immerse myself in a conversation. For example, I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan. His podcast episodes are like two hours long, sometimes three. And they are conversations, and Joe Rogan is probably one of the biggest podcasters, if not the biggest podcaster in the world. And I love, as well, Tim Ferriss. And if you don't know who Tim Ferriss is, you probably have heard of the book, The 4-Hour Workweek. And he has a podcast, The Tim Ferriss Show. I love it. And, and I'm a big fan of Tim Ferriss. I'm a big fan, as, as well, of uh, Joe Rogan. And these are just two podcasters who are huge in the podcasting industry. And... There's a lot that we can learn from that. They have an immense reach. It's just crazy how many people listen to Joe Rogan. It's, it's just insane the reach that somebody can have just because of a podcast. So I'm a big fan of these two, two guys. I'm a big fan of Brian Rose as well from London Real. And he's a fan of Joe Rogan. He started his London Real uh, podcast which is, again, on YouTube as well for years now uh, because he was following the steps of Joe Rogan. And I love Brian Rose. I love what he has done with London Real, how he has evolved and how, how proactive he has been. And it's all because he started to just doing interviews and doing podcasts. He's, he's one of them as well up there for, that I'm a big fan and I've been following him for years. And I love what he has become over the years. Brian Rose from London Real. I love it. It's just amazing. So the reach that you can have with a podcast is just, you cannot compare it to anything else. The attention spam that people have with podcasts is greater than with, for example, YouTube. And the reason why is because you can just listen to something, go for a walk, do something else, and you're just listening. And you immerse yourself either in the conversation, an interview, or in this case, this type of podcast, which is solo podcast. And you're just hearing me ranting. I'm not ranting today, but just talking, okay, and giving you ideas and hopefully inspirations. And, um, and it's easier because at this very moment, you could be driving. At this very moment, you could be walking. At this very moment, you could be doing the dishes, uh, doing something else, and you're just listening to me and getting ideas. And I love that about podcasts because that's how podcast that I was listening to before I launched my own podcast that changed my life. Podcasting changed my life. I have mentioned this many, many times before because I'm, I'm big into audio, okay? In the sense that I've been walking for years, okay? And I've been doing this for such a long time that back in the day I would listen to a lot of uh, audiobooks and I still do. I listen to audiobooks a lot, but my wife, again, to give credit to my wife, she put me into podcasts and she gave me that idea, you should listen to this podcast. And she's the one who has been the great, how can I say, she's the one who always has been my biggest supporter. She has seen in me things that I never uh, thought that I was able to do. And she said to me, you know, Dan, you have your YouTube channel, you have a little following going on, you could do this, you should create an online course. You can, you know, give me direction, all right? <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. And I, ha I have joked around many times before <laughs> that my wife, that is like I'm Aussie Osborne. <laughs> and, and I have my wife who is like Sharon Osborne, who is just the manager, you know? And she's the one who's like promoting the guy and like, hey, come over here, do another gig. Hey, <laughs> I kind of like, even though we're not the same, and this is just a joke, by the way. But I do believe that a, a great man needs a very encouraging woman. And if you're lucky enough to have a woman to see that in you and to push you in the right direction and, most importantly, work with you, 
then, you know, you can consider yourself very fortunate, okay? By the way, I'm sharing this here with you, not because my wife listens to my podcast, she doesn't. So I'm just sharing this with you here on this episode. But, and if you're not a guy and you're listening to this and you're a woman and you have your ambitions, uh, you know, to, to create an online course, create an online business, put yourself out there, and you have a husband that can see that in you or can see that you can actually become more than what you are today, then you're very lucky. You, you're very, very lucky because we all need the support, especially from our loved ones. Not everybody has it, though. So I consider myself very fortunate to be able to have somebody that can see that in me. And just by the simple suggestion of back then of my wife saying, you should listen to this podcast. And I said, okay, I'm going to go for my walk. And I'm going to be listening to my podcast. Then, you know, my, my daughter, uh, Melina, was born. And I would love to go with a, you know, with a push chair, just push her around. Uh, you know, go for walks. You know, babies, when they're, you know, they, they love to be in a push chair and just be pushed around and they sleep and whatnot. And I love that. I love that. As a parent, I just, it's just, it was one of my favorite things. They grow up so fast, then those things, they go away. I mean, I'm still walking, uh, <laughs> but not pushing a baby anymore. So I will go with my daughter, Melina. She was just a newborn baby, you know, and I will just do my thing as a, as a father, go a walk. And I will say, okay, I'm going to listen to this podcast, actually. And it was a podcast. Uh, another guy that I've been following for years as well that I forgot to mention is Pat Flynn from A Smart Passive Income. And Pat Flynn was one of the podcasts that I heard from him. He was interviewing somebody. He was interviewing a British uh, author uh, who writes uh, novels and fiction books and whatnot. And uh, he was talking about how he um, created his first online course and how it was like a massive success and he became eventually an educator. And I thought like, wow, that's a cool story, man. That story really resonated with me. It changed my life. Just an episode, just an interview. Uh, because I've been following, you know, uh, all of these stories of entrepreneurship and to, for me to listen to just one interview of a, a British guy, author, that for him that to not know anything about online courses and to learn and just create an online course on how to become an author and how to become a successful author, it just resonated so much with me, that story. And and that interview changed my life, and I became a big fan of Pat Flynn. He doesn't talk about online courses on his podcast. He talks about everything when it comes down to online uh, business and entrepreneurship. But then I started to make the connections with other podcasts, which I have mentioned here on this episode, by the way. I started to learn about Amy Porterfield, uh, Jenna Kusher, uh, and others that, I, that it just escaped my, my, my brain right now. Uh, but James Wetmore. And, and I started to see the connections of this little, not little, I shouldn't say little, but this new uh, personalities that I wasn't aware of, that they were they were all doing podcasting. They all were running an online business. They were all talking about the same thing. And I started to see the pattern, finally. I said, like, wow. Wow. I can't, I can't believe I, I understand this. I can relate to this. And I, and I found myself, okay, learning so much just by going for my walks with my daughter in a pushchair and just listening to these amazing stories. These amazing stories. There's another story from a woman... Uh, she was doing, uh, I can't remember what she was into, but she has changed so much. And I can't remember her, her name. Oh, God. But uh, her story was really fascinating. And she was telling the story in one of the podcasts about her first launch of her, her online course. And, you know, she, she was a, a mother, or she is still a mother, but she was a young mother of, of kids. Uh, you know, like the classic story, being flat broke and... And she launched her first online course and she did like like three grand in her first launch and she put a video that she was crying, uh, expressing like, you know, her her gratitude towards uh, the mentor of this online course. And it was such a, t a touching story 
you know, it really, really touched me. And, and I, I never heard about these people. I never heard of these people before. It was all because of a podcast. And then I started doing research online and I, and I started to connect with these people. And I learned so, so much. That was the first, uh, like the seed was planted in my head that I could possibly do something with my YouTube channel because I already had a YouTube channel. I have already done my, my thing with my music. It was, that was my main source of income. And, and I already had an audience. But I didn't know where this was going. And, and I have learned from, from Graham what he did with the Recording Revolution on the music side of it. And if you're a musician, you probably uh, know that. So I was following already footsteps of others that I've been, that, uh, that I, you know, that I've been learning from uh, online, especially with YouTube, because YouTube is where I started. And so I had something going on, and then at some point, I, I got introduced to this fabulous world of podcasting, and that was like, it just gave me so much direction. And at that point, I'm not thinking about creating a podcast, by the way. I'm just thinking about what can I do with my YouTube channel. Well, I wasn't even thinking. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm just doing YouTube videos, sharing my story, and, and, and building an audience. So uh, when I listen to the podcast, I'm like, okay, now I understand what's happening I kind of like had like an idea. It was like slowly, you know, watching what everything, what everybody else was doing. And then it's like the curtain was just pulled. And finally I understood what was going on on YouTube and what people were doing with content. And I'm like, I'm already doing content. So it's not like I have to start a new YouTube channel or start this process from scratch. I'm already doing it. I don't even, I didn't even know I was already doing it. And I said, like, wow, okay, so what happens next? Okay, so people are building an audience. I'm building an audience online uh, with YouTube. Okay, how can I get this thing off the ground? What do I do? How do I create an online course? How do I do this? How do I do that? And at that time, uh, Graham, I can go back to Graham because he's, he's my mentor, and I learned a lot from him. And uh, I, I'm, I'm standing in the shoulders of giants, like they say, because I actually replicated uh, pretty much everything that he did with his first online business. But at that time, Graham has launched himself into teaching online business himself. And I said, wow, okay, so now I understand. And, you know, that's when I got into his uh, six-figure community and all of that. And he, I went, then he, he launched his podcast himself. And I said, like, wow, okay, so now, I'm, now I see. Now I understand. Okay? And... And as well, I got coached as well uh, on the side uh, from one of um, Graham's uh, students as well, Jordan. He has as well a, a quite big um, YouTube channel on, on music production. Uh, it's more for hardcore uh, music, like heavy rock music. But he has followed the same um, footsteps of Graham, you know, creating a, a YouTube channel, making music. Uh, on heavy music for heavy musicians for rock and roll for rock heavy rock and uh, he was as well doing some mentoring on business and I, and I managed to contact uh, Jordan Jordan Valoir Valoir I can't pronounce his last name but he's a lovely dude man and he's he's a Canadian guy I spoke to him great great I got some nice mentoring uh, back in the day early days of uh, my online business and and back in the day, I learned so much from, from direct uh, mentoring from these uh, two guys and from Pat Flynn as well. And it, it, like I said, it just changed my life. Podcasts have just changed my life at that moment. That's how it all got started to me for me. Because even though I was in the online world, podcasts had all this uh, major reach to me. Because I, I needed to, to immerse myself in that content, in that world. And by me going for walks for like an hour with my baby, Melina, but the push chair. And uh, at that time, I, I really, really consumed that content. It really it gave me the, the opportunity to immerse myself in all of this and really think of possibilities and opportunities for me that otherwise I wouldn't have been able to do it. You know, I wouldn't be able to just be at home and watch uh, a one hour YouTube video about something uh, or just completely immerse myself in that so uh, I think that the reach that podcasting have 
it, it's just immense. And I can't tell you how many people have shared that experience after I have launched my own podcast, my very first podcast. And the same is happening with this one. Uh, you need to put in the time, and it's something that grows over time, but the reach is just crazy. Because a lot of people don't have the patience to watch a video. And, but a lot of people commute. <laughs> a lot of people do stuff. They're busy. They, they hopefully, you know, you're working out as well, or you go for walks, and because it's a very healthy thing to do. And that's a perfect uh, time to do this, to, to listen, to consume content. And I consume podcasts, you know, every day, every single day. I also consume, um, how can I say this, uh, audiobooks. Uh, I mean, Audible is just something that is the best money I spend every single month because I just love audiobooks. I'm listening to uh, the book now, Edison. It's a biography on Edison. It's, a, it's just an amazing thing. Man. I mean, the book is so big. It's like 20 hours plus of audio of the biography of Edison, and you just get to learn so much, you know? It's just, you can become a learning machine by not only listening to audiobooks, but as well, uh, podcasts. In your industry, by the way. Uh, and always listen to something. And while I'm at it, actually, that we're talking about reach, I was just listening to the Tim Ferriss podcast, the, list, the latest one with Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg, sorry. We know Mark, Facebook. Now it's not even uh, Facebook, it's, it's Meta. And uh, when I saw that he posted, again, I'm a big fan of Tim Ferriss. When I saw that he posted that he had uh, a podcast episode inter interviewing uh, Mark Zuckerberg, I was like, wow. And you know why he has him on his podcast? And before you jump into conclusions, and if you're not aware of this, you know, a lot of people gave a lot of hate, obviously, to Tim Ferriss online. And I'm not here to to say anything uh, about, you know, Mark or Facebook or, or whatever, or free speech and whatnot. I just find it hilarious that people that use Facebook are leaving negative comments to Tim Ferriss about the fact that he interviewed Mark Zuckerberg and, and you're doing it on Facebook. It's like, if you don't agree with facebook or you don't agree with something why are you using it i just don't understand that you know i'm not here to to support either one or the other i just think that the reason why somebody like him is on a podcast is because they understand as well that they have a lot of reach and it's not the media you know and tim ferris he interviews a lot of people the same thing with joe rogan joe rogan interviewed quite recently uh, this guy from CNN, the doctor, Dr. Gudba, something, I can't remember his name. But it's kind of like a big deal, you know, especially, well, when I say quite recently, a couple of months ago. I haven't heard the episode yet. I haven't got my head around it. But it came out when the whole pandemic thing is like, okay, come on, man. Like, you know, you have CNN bombarding you with all of this news and all this propaganda about, you know, coronavirus and whatnot. And you have this doctor who's the same doctor that always uh, appears there. And apparently Joe Rogan did a, a very good job interviewing him and getting a perspective like, okay, so what's up with, with, with you? You know, you work for CNN and you, you're telling this to people and we understand that you have a job with them and, and you know, what, what's the deal here? So this type of communication is so crucial because this has a bigger reach now, you know, because I want to hear what they have to say. They're not interviewed by this major corporation they're being interviewed by a podcaster. That's that, and you know why they do that, like I said to you. These people show up to podcasts like this because they understand that it has like a big, big reach. All right? It's just uh, unbelievable. You can do the experiment yourself or do the research yourself to see how big the Tim Ferriss and Joe Rogan podcast is. And I'm not saying that we're going to become them. No. But it, I'm just using that as a way of communicating that it is a big platform or it's a big way for, for others to communicate with the audience in a different way, All right? If it wasn't, then people will not be jumping and creating uh, a podcast uh, interview or creating podcasts. The same with YouTube. A lot of people have YouTube channels now, you know, even celebrities. And, and actually, as I'm recording this, 
the whole Oscars uh, just happened. I don't follow the Oscars, by the way. Uh, but the whole thing with Will Smith, and you just, I'm, I'm just thinking as I'm, as I'm talking, by the way, very quickly, so I can drop all this, this, this uh, knowledge to you, or at least these ideas, I should say. And, you know, Will Smith is on YouTube. And he came on, on YouTube, I think, quite recently. I'm not a follower or anything, but I, this kind of things always are on my radar whenever I see, like, wow, okay, so he's a celebrity. He's an actor. Why is he on YouTube? And there's many like those that they're like, hey, what's up? I'm on YouTube now. <laughs> they understand that it's a platform. The same is with podcasting. That's all I want to say here. And when you see this, you have to understand that from the creative perspective, like you as a creator, that they have pe people with big names that they're jumping and say like, yeah, I want to participate in Tim's Ferry uh, podcast. I want to be interviewed, okay? And I want to, because I know I'm going to reach a lot of people outside of the traditional interview media that somebody like Mark Zuckerberg can, can have. That's what I want you to see, all right? And, and how these people are thinking as well, like it, it has a different reach. The same with Joe Rogan. People that go in there, and Joe Rogan was in hot waters quite recently as well because of COVID-19 or whatever. He said something offensive, you know, it, it, because it's a lot of people that are listening. And you in your own space can have a lot of people listening. If you're authentic and you have something to say, something to share, people will listen. And hopefully you can be somebody, a voice of reason. You could be a voice of reason. You could be one of them who said like, hey, I have, my, I have an opinion. And probably you have the same opinion like me. And I want to be, you know, somebody that can communicate those ideas and connect with, with you. And, and that right there, my friend, is how you build an audience, okay? Which is the reason number three of why podcast works and why you should create your own podcast. Number three is because you want to build an audience. And it's a great way to build an audience by doing podcasts because it's just, without an audience, there's no business, okay? That's it. If you don't have people listening to your content on a podcast, then or you don't have a follower, a following, you don't have a business. And podcasting is just a, a piece of the puzzle. It's not the main, even though a lot of people use podcasting as their main platform. But even somebody like Tim Ferriss, he has a podcast uh, as his main way of expressing and, and sharing his, his things and, you know, creating content. But he has his blog as well. You know, and Tim Ferriss is an author. He has many books. But... And he has a YouTube channel as well. But his podcast is, is what it's what is at. And by the way, Tim Ferriss started his podcast. And I'm just quoting on what he says. It, the way he started his podcast, the Tim Ferriss show, is because he, was, he wanted to take a break from writing. Because he wrote the four-hour work week. Ages ago, that's how he became famous, I guess. Uh, with a four-hour work week. Fabulous book. Highly recommended. Uh, and then he created a whole bunch of other books. The 4-Hour uh, Chef or something like that. The 4-Hour Body and Tools of the Titans. And there's another one that I can't remember right now. So anyways, so he wanted to, to take a break from writing. And his books are really big. Okay? Like very, very thick. Very dense. So he said, I started my podcast just because I wanted to get away. Just to have a side project. I wanted to get away from writing. Imagine that. And then it became this huge, massive success, the Tim Ferriss show. Uh, just, to, just to mention something, okay? How can somebody start something and then it becomes so big, man? You're already a successful author. Now you're a successful uh, you know, podcaster. I mean, in, in, you know, you, you should do it. Even if you have a, a immense success in something, like even Tim Ferriss has, there's no reason why not to start a podcast. You know, and this is what I love about this kind of uh, people that I follow, that they're already successful in something and then they do something else. And I love that. You know, he's an author. He's already been doing stuff, an, an entrepreneur, an investor. And then he goes and launches a podcast and it becomes this huge success. It's one of my top, you know, podcasts, you know, that I follow, like I mentioned to you here in this, in this episode. But you build an audience like that. And that's how you can have, like I said to you, major reach 
and build an audience. If you don't have an audience, you don't have anything. So one thing that I like to do, for example, I have my YouTube, which is my, I will consider YouTube my main platform to build an audience. And I, and I love YouTube. That's how I build my first business. Just creating videos on YouTube, vlogging. And on podcasting, what I do, a little bit different than, than others, and certainly different than what my mentors do, is that what I do is that I create unique content for the podcast. Okay, so I don't grab the audio from my videos and put it on a podcast, which a lot of people do. And they just share the same the same content that you have seen on YouTube. It becomes a podcast episode. And listen, that's a, that's a way to do it. I disagree with that way of, of content creation. And I like to create my own version of content for the podcast. And, and that's the way it is. That's the way I like it. That's the way I build my business. I think that is... It's less boring for you, the consumer. It's much more interesting for you. If you're following me here, you know that you're going to get something special here on the podcast. But you will only find it here on the podcast episode. You're not going to see this content on YouTube. On YouTube, you're going to see something different. And it's it's still me. I'm not going to say that it's a completely different message. It's the same thing. But here is more more, immersive. Here is more intimate. Here is longer. And here I can go more deeper and personal with you because you are listening to this, all right? And, and I'm talking to you right now. And it could be almost like, like unfiltered. And what I, what I mean by that is that video is different. On YouTube, it has to be, there's a lot of things that play a big role in what makes a YouTube video. And, and I like to vlog, but at the same time, I cannot talk to a camera like the way I'm talking to you here right now because it's a different medium. And I want to express different things depending on the medium. So I think it's a very important thing to, to note here. Uh, I'm not suggesting that you should do exactly the same thing. I'm just showing you what I do and how it has worked for me and how I have created unique content for this podcast. And by the way, I did the same thing with my first podcast the Stock Music Licensing Podcast. And I was very clear about that. It's like the podcast is out, and I'm talking about this, and the YouTube video that is out that week is talking about something else. And even if it's talking about the same subject, it's just in the form of a video, but it's very different, though. It's not so in-depth, it's not so personal, and it's definitely not as intimate. So I like to do that. That's just me. And this is something that I, I started to do from day one, and it's exactly what I want to do with this podcast as well here with the creative entrepreneurs podcast i like to do unique content it's more work because i have to create content for the podcast and then content for the youtube but i like to have different content on both platforms and you know i mean you have to be authentic to yourself you have to do what you think is right for you so for me i find a great joy to do a podcast like this and knowing that the video that i released yesterday was about something else. So I'm giving even more value. So for example, the video that I released yesterday was about why recording yourself on camera or why talking on camera is so hard. And that was my vlog yesterday. And it's me vlogging. Okay, it's a five-minute video with really um, good content and, and obviously video editing about why, why talking on camera is so hard for a lot of people. You know, and it was hard for me. And uh, once you press record to the camera and you start talking, is it could be very awkward for a lot of people. I've been doing it for years now. I've been doing YouTube for like six, seven years, and yes, it's easy for me to do it nowadays. Uh, I'm not gonna deny that I might have a little bit of an advantage because I've been talking to a camera for such a long time. Uh, but I've got, gotten better as well. Hopefully, I have gotten better. Okay? So, I think that is something that... And the message of that video yesterday, by the way, on my YouTube channel, and I invite you to go and watch it, if you're camera shy, it was to see to show you that with practice, with enough practice, anybody can do it. I was not born a vlogger. I was not born somebody that speaks on camera. And if anything, me growing up, and especially when I was a kid at school, I'm dyslexic. All right. I I never participated in class. I actually didn't talk that much. I never really spoke. And by the way, when my family moved from 
from Venezuela to Canada. I lived in Canada for a couple of years, for a few years actually. Uh, from the ages to uh, five, six, I think, all the way up to nine, roughly. Uh, my mother told me uh, that I spent a whole year mute. So I spent a whole year when we arrived in this new country, Canada. I lived in Ottawa for, for a long time, and I became a Canadian kid. But when I arrived there, I was a kid, I didn't know English. So when I arrived, I had to learn English and French because in Ottawa, everything is half-half kind of thing, you know? So uh, in my, I was so overwhelmed by the whole thing that my mom told me that I wasn't talking for a whole year in school. I, I was talking at home, but imagine going mute. And apparently this is like a, a term or something like that this happens. It's, it's very common that, uh, with kids that they just when they can't communicate or if they have some psychological thing going on, they just go mute and they don't talk. In my head, when my mom said this, I remember this a little bit. In my head, I thought that this was only for like a month or two. And it was only quite recently, a few years ago, we were talking about it. My mom said like, no, it was a whole fucking year. I'm like, what? A whole year mute. And not talking in school. And I guess that's because I didn't understand anything. I couldn't understand. You know, I couldn't understand that the language i you know i learned english that's the way I, w I learned english by the way i learned just like by moving to one country to another and i lived in many countries i, I was born in the uk i was uh, raised in can in venezuela my my family is from south america from venezuela but then we moved to canada and then from canada we went back to venezuela and the same thing happened i didn't go mute but i, I couldn't really understand spanish anymore or at least in the written form so my 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 grades really suffer. I, instead of going to third grade, I just, sorry, instead of going to fourth grade, I went, I stayed in third grade because I just couldn't write in Spanish. <laughs> we went back from Canada to Venezuela. I'm telling you this backstory because I, I had a very bad uh, academia, if you will. Like from that point on, I really struggled and I, I wasn't really participating in school. I had a normal childhood, but I, I was certainly not like the way I am now. A little bit more outgoing. I'm an introvert, by the way. And uh, it, it's funny that I could be an introvert yet talking so much. It's funny that I can be an introvert and still be able to put myself on camera and be out there. It's funny that I, I spent a whole year not talking and now here I am talking to you. And here I live now in a, in a foreign country. I live in Greece. Okay, Now I know Greek. Yeah, that's why I was so determined to want to understand Greek and and to learn Greece, to learn Greece, to learn Greek, because my wife is Greek, and and I refuse to to not know. So knowledge is very important for me to to know to to just I know that if I can practice enough, I can learn. I know it is possible. I certainly know that it's possible, and it's possible for you to learn anything. So if you want to learn how to do podcasting, I invite you to do it, and I'm going to be teaching you more about this, and and show you that it's totally possible for you to share your idea, to put yourself out there. And all you have to do is just have the courage to do so. You never know. It could change your life, okay? Because podcasting changed my life by listening to a podcast. And it's my turn, it's my turn now to give back. And that's what I did with my first uh, podcast as well that I created. I said, my, my life has changed because of this. I want to change somebody else's life by creating my own podcast. And when I launched myself into this brand of Daniel Carrizales teaching about online business, I said podcast is going to be from day one. It's going to be we're launching a YouTube channel and I'm launching at the same time a podcast. I mean, I'm not going to wait because you have to understand that with my first uh, business, I launched my podcast way later because I, didn't, I wasn't just aware of that, you know, podcasting was a thing. So, but with this brand from day one, it's like, I have to have a podcast. There's no question about it. And now that I have experience doing podcasting and YouTube, I just go, you know, full steam ahead. You probably can hear a boat at the back. I'm around here where I'm at. There's a fishing house uh, for fishermen, I should say. It's like a, I don't know, it's like a hub where they just park their boats here and then they go fishing. Anyways, I hope this episode... It's helpful to you. I hope that you got some inspiration. 
if you want to start your podcast, there's never been a great time than now to start your podcast in 2022. You know, go and use Anchor. And by the way, this is not an affiliate or anything. I don't gain anything from it. I'm just sharing with you what has worked for me. It's free. You can just open an account at Anchor. You create uh, a podcast trailer. Uh, it's just so easy. You can literally record your podcast <laughs> from, from your phone and, and just upload it like that. I said I have a client who has launched his podcast and he's recording it with his phone. He has a little mic attached to it. And, uh, but he's, he's recording it while he's driving. So I really, again, I'm going to be telling this story for, for some time because uh, I, I love it. And I love what he's talking about. And I love what he's doing. And I love how he's doing it as well. Just to show you that you don't need a studio. All right? You don't need to, a studio. You don't need to be in, in this, you know, uh, kind of like a radio type of uh, environment with acoustically treated room in order to launch your podcast. I'm doing it here outdoors. You can listen to the seagulls above me. You can probably listen a little bit to my footsteps. You can probably listen to the boat at the end with the engine going, the fisher boat. And you can probably listen a little bit of my jacket as well, the rubbing of my hands. And this is just part of my podcast experience to you. And I really appreciate you for listening. I really appreciate you for, for all the love and support. Again, I really want to communicate these ideas to you. Plant that seed the same way that it was planted on me many years ago on creating my own online course, my own online business. And I'm, te I'm telling you here that you can start your, your online business and your online journey by creating your own podcast because podcasting is by far one of the the best ways to create an, an audience, create a, a level of trust, earn attention at a deeper level. I'm all up for, for teaching people on how to create a YouTube channel, and I'm going to be helping you with that as well, because we need to build an audience. You need to build an audience. Otherwise, you're not going to have uh, a business. And you have to be fearless when it comes down to that, to building an audience. You have to give. You have to give, give, give without getting any expectation back or without expecting anything back. And that's where, where the building the audience part comes from, you know. You need to be able to communicate something. You, you must be able to, to talk and show your passion. What a better way to do that than recording your voice. And, and have your own podcast. Isn't that exciting? I mean, I was so excited when I created this podcast from scratch, from, from you know, brand new. Like, I, I, I was like, I have no listeners, but that's okay. That's how we all start. I'm just going to put it out there and share it. And I'm so excited just to create a thumbnail for my podcast. You know, what, what is it going to be called? You know, the name, the branding, everything. And I knew what I was going to talk about. But the whole packaging, you know, and once you, you upload it and you see it there and then you see it when it's been approved and the whole thing that you go through the whole process and then you, you know, which is quite easy, by the way, don't get overwhelmed by it. But they listen to it and then you create a trailer and I'm like, wow, I have my own podcast, you know, and it's there. And it's just crazy. And, you know, you can just put yourself out there. You know, you could be listening to, to Tim Ferriss and then next thing you know, you have your, your podcast there as well. Save, at, uh, you know, following. So it has been leveled up now. It's not like before that you had to ask for permission somewhere. Like, okay, somebody else has a radio show, but I'm not a, I'm not a radio guy. You know, I don't, I don't work for a radio station. Now everybody can have their own radio show, and that's the way I see podcasts. You can have your own podcast. That's it. You create a few episodes, start uploading, upload on a regular basis every week, and we're going to talk about podcasting in future episodes. So I can tell you more practical ways of how to get started, okay? What exactly you need to do, how you can get started, how to, to put it out there and how to promote it and how can you keep up with it because you have to release, well, you don't have to, but the, the, the rule of thumb is release one episode a week. And for me, Fridays is that day of the week that it gets released. So I record this podcast episodes a few days in advance. I have done the whole thing. I have, a, I have a recorded in advance like three or four episodes, and, and I've also recorded one every single week. And I love both. 
you know? I like the one that I record one every single week and release it the next day or so. Like, for example, this podcast, I'm, re- I'm recording it today on Thursday, uh, the 31st, I believe it is today, of March. And it goes out live uh, tomorrow, Friday. And it's quite current, obviously, when you do it like that, because there are certain things that you might talk about that are current happening, currently happening in the world, and you can refer to, you know, and say like, okay, this is what's happening. I'm going through this here. This certainly helped me a lot going, you know, when I was going through the whole COVID experience, I was sharing what was happening. And uh, it, it becomes very real, even though people might listen to the podcast when, you know, months later, or, or even years later, you know, it's still very current to, to talk about something that is currently happening, at least in, in, at a global scale and as well in the world and, and more, most importantly in your life. And say this is what's happening right now, you know. And it's just it's this amazing uh, thing that I, that I really, really like about this medium of podcasting. I, I hope this helpful. Uh, I hope this, this episode is helpful to you. I hope that what you heard here is is inspiring. See that it, has, it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't need to be perfect. Certainly, I do mistakes sometimes. Me talking, I might pronounce certain words in a different way uh, because of my, my accent. I speak English, obviously, uh, but but Spanish is my mother tongue, and I speak Greek. So maybe all of these things have, a, have an effect in the way I speak and the way I communicate. And I'm not saying this as an excuse, but I just want to show you that it doesn't have to be perfect. Okay? It doesn't have to be perfect. Sometimes I say something that is not supposed to be right or is not in the flow. I'm still, you know, trying to communicate an idea the best way I can. And I know that done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. So go and do your podcast now in 2022. And I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Share it with me, please, on Instagram. And I would love to to share it with my own following. That's what I did with my client. He released his podcast. I've been listening to it. I've learned a lot from him, connected in a different way. And I share his podcast because I'm just so happy that he has taken action. My friend Aaron if you're listening, I really, really appreciate you. And I'm so happy that you have launched your own podcast. Uh, it really means the world to me. I'm not taking credit for that. I'm just giving a lot of credit to him for taking action. Because a lot of people want to do a lot of things, but they don't take action. And I hope that you do take action, my friend, listening to this. And see that it's a beautiful, beautiful journey. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for all the love and support. If you find this podcast episodes helpful, do a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Daniel Carrizales, and I would love to hear from you. I would love to know where you're at in your journey of online entrepreneurship. Podcast is an essential part of that puzzle of having a, a platform in your own way you can have your own uh, podcast communicate and build your audience it's a great way to to earn the attention and most importantly the trust of somebody you can say so much you can share so much and you can go as deep as you wish in order to connect with others and others can see that you too are human that have the same needs and the same struggles as others that's that's the purpose of this podcast to see that We are all very, very similar to one another, and we need the support from one another. We all aim for the same things. Happiness and well-being for us and our loved ones and for the world in general, especially in these difficult times in 2022. And uh, we want to do our bit. And, And I'm doing my bit here by putting that out there into the world so you can hopefully get inspired and do the same thing because we need people to take ownership of of certain things that we can control. We can control what we want to do. We can control what message we want to put out there. We can control and earn money the way we want to do it, have more time with our loved ones. 
build an audience is not only to just build a business, but have an impact on somebody else's life beyond the money transaction. And, and this is what I'm here for, to help you build that business that you're so passionate about that you don't know that you can have. You don't know that you could, you could build that business based on the passion that you have for photography, for music, for, for graphic design. I mean, for whatever it is, you know, for writing a book, for example. There's, there's so many things that could be put out there into the world to, to help others achieve their goals and dreams. And by doing that, you can become very successful, not, not only financial, not only financial, but as well spiritual and, and wake up excited to do exciting work, work that matters to you, okay? Like what my mentor, uh, Seth Golden says, people like us do things like this. And we are creative entrepreneurs, and I want to see your thing. I want to see how you do it, and I would like to hear from you. I would love to see your podcast. As always, my friend, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you on another episode. And as always, rock and roll, and here's to your success.